Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. It's time for the B-A-Q-A, the B-A-Q-A, what you say, the B-A-Q-A with Manday, the B-A-Q-A, hello, B-A fam. I am back to answer more of your questions on this week's B-A-Q-A. This question comes from listener Chelsea. Chelsea says, hey, ladies, I am 26 years old and currently working in my first full-time big girl career job. I'm working on transitioning to another job now. I have good credit for my age and I make good money, but I'm always working on a bigger bag. (laughs) I have my own small business and very few bills, but I want to hear from you ladies. What would you tell your 20 something self knowing everything that you know now? I am very proactive. I'm a very proactive person. So I am working on getting into personal finance more and planning for the future. I love your show and I appreciate your advice. You know, Chelsea, this question came at a really good time for me because I was just sitting the other day in my car on the way to pick up dinner or something for the family. I sometimes give myself little errands just so I can go be alone in the car. Anyone out there also do that? Mm -hmm. Even if I sit in the driveway for like an extra 10 minutes when I get back, like that is precious quiet time for me. But I was reflecting on my drive And I was thinking about my three B's, the book deal, the Beyonce, the baby. And I really, yes, I'm proud of myself that I accomplished those things this year. But I looked back and I was like, you know who accomplished that? Baby Mandy, when she was 24 and opened her first 401k and started to invest, she's the one I can thank for the ability that I have had to build this life for myself. And she's the hero of my story. I'm getting to enjoy the fruits of baby Mandy's labor. And as I was thinking about that, God, it made me want to just like reach back in time and give her such a big hug because she worked so hard. I'm still working hard, right? And in another 20 years, 10 years, I might be looking back and saying, oh, 36 year old Mandy, she was my queen. She did it all for me. But I will always have a soft spot in my soft spot in my heart for the baby Mandy of my early 20s, because when there are so many reasons, distractions, opportunities to go a different way, to follow the social media pressure, to put on a big show, go on vacations, you know, show off that you're doing well and you got no kids and you're having fun and try to keep up with, you know, the Joneses at that age, um, baby Mandy made a different decision and decided I'm going to keep lifestyle inflation out of my picture and lifestyle inflation, as I've said, lifestyle creep, another word for it. That is like the silent killer of wealth. I'm, I promise you so many people could be genuinely debt-free, wealthy 
well into like early like 20s and 30s if they just could beat down lifestyle inflation. So if I could go back, I would say this is the best thing that you did, baby girl. Like the fact that when you 10x your net worth and you 10x your income by quitting jobs and learning how to be a badass negotiator and getting those big raises as you jump from job to job and move through your career. You didn't let the extra earnings drive you to start spending more in places that didn't really like that weren't a huge value to you. And by that, I mean, I wasn't going out and upgrading my apartment to get the better, you know, the better location, the luxury unit with the washer dryer, that living in New York City, that's kind of like a status symbol, like, oh, you have a washer dryer in your building or in your unit? Like, first of all, where do you live, Jersey? Because that's not happening in Manhattan. But unless you got real, real big, real, real big money. But you you want to improve your lifestyle. You want to go out more for drinks after work. You want to you want to go on those vacations, you know, you want to go to the Hamptons, like you see in, in TV and sex in the city, you know, in the summertime and escape the city and all of that. And you want to be able to do the big New Year's Eve celebrations and all the things that you, you know, think about when you associate with New York and what you do here and being in your 20s and all of that. But I really got quiet with myself in my 20s. And I was like, I value financial freedom. I never want to go back to that fear and anxiety that I felt after I moved to New York and I got let go from my very first job. I was laid off like three months after I joined back in 2010 and I never wanted to feel like that again. And I said, I value feeling safe. I value feeling free to make decisions that I want to make, not because I'm desperate to find a job to keep my, my lifestyle. And that is what I would tell any 20 something today is start to get really clear on what you value, why you are making the choices you're making today financially, and how that's going to get closer to the goals that you value. So for me, I was like, yes, it's nice to go out. And don't get me wrong, I had hella fun in my 20s. I had a I had a big ass wedding <laughs> that I paid for cash, um, $30,000 wedding in Savannah, Georgia that I have no regrets about. But I was only able to save up for that wedding. And I didn't want to take on debt for that wedding by making some serious lifestyle choices to enable me like as I was increasing my income, my husband and I moved in with his family for I think we lasted about eight months. <laughs> it was, you know, did what I could with my in laws, my future in laws. But we were able to save and set aside cash for that wedding so that we wouldn't be taking on a lot of debt. And that's not the choice that a lot of people make when they finally get to, you know, I at the time I was make I had just gotten a new job and was making over $150,000 a year. And I chose to live like a broke, <laughs> like, like I did, like I wasn't, you know what I mean? And I did it for a time so I could give myself something that I valued, you know, later. So um, looking back on baby Mandy in her twenties, I would say that's the, the smartest thing that she did. Um, so get clear on your values, Chelsea, what do you, where do you want to see yourself in 10 years and what financial choices can you make now to get yourself there? So for me, it was about keeping my debt low and setting early habits to invest. And I didn't focus on how much I was setting aside. I just focused on, or how, sorry, I didn't focus on how much I was like making in the market. I just focused on setting a goal of I'm going to be contributing 10% automatically. And I'm going to increase that by 1% each year. And I'm going to continue this habit. 
And the beautiful thing about just focusing on the habit of investing and just automating it and forgetting it is that as you earn more, like you're talking about, I'm working on a bigger bag right now, as the bag gets bigger, the cut that you're taking for your investments is going to get bigger right along with it. And as you grow, you know, get older, time goes on, those investments will grow, you know, inshallah, hopefully most of the time they will grow, right? So if you can just get clear on your values and set the habits of saving and investing now, I mean, you're already going to be so, so far ahead of your peers and really stick with those values. And remember, like it, when you start looking and getting tugged in other directions and people are trying to get you to do this bottomless brunch and take this vacation, like if it's not true to you and your goals, like get really secure and strong in saying no and setting that boundary and letting your friends be a part of your life and be a part of your life in other ways that are of value to you. You know, for me, I like to take vacations. I like to travel with my friends, but I was going to keep it small and I was going to go with friends who wanted to vacation at my level, you know, who weren't going to pressure me into like spending extra for first class this or, you know, the luxury villa versus the smaller bed and breakfast. You know what I mean? So um, I think that that's also really important is making sure that the people you surround yourself with respect your values. They don't have to have the same values or want the same things you want, but they need to respect you and where you're coming from. What I also love about you, Chelsea, you personify brown ambition. You got your first full-time big big girl career job that you said, but you also have your small, your own small business on the side. Having your own source of independent income. Oh, baby Mandy did this in her 20s and I love her for it. She started Brown Ambition and, you know, obviously went on to do um, other creative endeavors that I'm doing now in my 30s, but just starting something in your 20s and not thinking about, I need to maybe become a millionaire. I need to have this business, you know, get, I need to become a unicorn billionaire you know, billion dollar business, something like that, but just starting something like there's no way you're going to be able to enjoy the fruits of any labor if you never do the labor first. Right. And sometimes some of us get psyched out by the goal that's seeming too large. Like if I start a business, it has to be perfect. It has to bring in millions, you know, but, and then you let that psych yourself out and you never start it, but just starting to, to plant the seed of some kind of entrepreneurship in your, um, in your early twenties to bring in additional income for yourself that is going to give you professional resilience, meaning your big girl job, it doesn't love you back. I learned that very early in my 20s, the job does not love you back. So having your own source of fi like financial, um, your own source of income, so that you can protect yourself, you know, on top of having savings, having another source of income that's not tied to your nine to five, makes you so much more resilient. So I think that that's excellent. I would definitely you know, give my baby Mandy in her 20s a huge, huge round of applause for always kind of staying independent and having something of her own, even as I gave my all to my employer, saving a little bit for myself as well. And I love that you're doing that too. Um, but you sound like you're in amazing shape, Chelsea, and I'm so damn proud of you. And I can't wait. Like right now, if I were you, I would just like be have a shit eating grin on my face at all times because I know for a fact, Chelsea, and you need to know this too, that in another 10 years when you're my age, 36, you are going to be like doing it. You're going to be living the life that you're dreaming of right now. And you can be like me in whatever version of your life you want to be in, but 
reflecting back and saying, thank you so much, 26 year old Chelsea, for making those choices, because now I am thriving and I am loving my life exactly as I wanted to. And I wish that for so, so many of us out there, right? So you got time on your side. Good for you, girl. Listen, if I'm ta- if you're listening to this show and you're 36, 46, 56, and you're like, damn it, I wish I was Chelsea now. You still got time. Age ain't nothing but a number. Um, but you asked Chelsea about something I'd tell my 20-something self. Um, you know, but the trick here is that no matter what age you are, like tell start telling yourself these lessons now and in another 10 years, we all have you know, we never know how much time we're going to get. We hope we have lots of time, right? And I do believe that it's never too late to start making changes and start changing your approach to money and to your career and your finances so that you can thrive um, and start a new, you know, a new chapter for yourself. So I hope that this was helpful, Chelsea. And thanks for giving me a chance to reflect and, you know, pat baby Mandy on the shoulder for doing the damn thing. (laughs) And I hope in another 10 years, I'll be just as proud of who I am now for making the decisions that I am now that are going to help me continue thriving in my 40s and beyond. I'm going to take a quick break and be right back with question number two. Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. All right, BA fam, you know we work hard and we play hard, but when it comes to investing and having your money in the market, you want your money to be working for you. That's exactly what the Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app can help it do. Keeps your money out there working hard and kicking you-know-what I love Betterment because it makes it easy for even a beginning investor to figure out how to put their money in the market and set it and forget it and be at peace with that because you know Betterment has got you covered with their automated investment and savings app. Their technology is going to give you advanced tools that are built to help you maximize those returns. All you got to do is visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk. Performance not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. Hey, hey, BA fam. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. That's incredible. This is according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 150 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Okay, it's smart. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show 
will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash brown ambition. Just go to indeed.com slash brown ambition right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash brown ambition. Terms and conditions apply. You need to hire, you need Indeed. Hey, BA fam, our fellow entrepreneurs and creatives, this message is sponsored by Squarespace. It is the ultimate toolkit for crafting your online presence. With Squarespace, it's really about more than just building a website. It's about shaping your online identity and making your mark. So say goodbye to checkout headaches with Squarespace's flexible payment options. From credit cards to Apple Pay, they've got you covered. And if you live in an eligible country, they offer buy now, pay later options with afterpay and clear pay, which means that your customers have even more ways to purchase your products. So head over to squarespace.com and kickstart your journey with a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, don't forget to use our link squarespace.com slash brown ambition to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Just visit squarespace.com slash brown ambition to get your discount today. Remember your online success story begins with Squarespace. So what are you waiting for? Let's build something extraordinary together. And I'm back and I'm black and I'm brown ambition. I'm back and I'm black and I'm brown ambition. I'm back and I'm black and I'm brown ambition. Don't you wish we could be friends? Hey. Okay, so we are back for question numero dos. I was talking to one of my mentees today that recently just lost um, his grandmother a couple of days ago. So it just had me thinking about grief all over again. And he has been in business for a couple of years. And, um, you know, he's been having a hard time. Um, and he was just asking, like, how do you just even start, Tiffany? You know, like, he's, it's been, like, I think, like, five years. He's had a little, made a little money here there, you know. And it's like not from this big budget needs to space where like I have access and knowledge and da, 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 da. how do you just start? And so me answering the question for him, and it's funny because he called me and then I have another mentee who has like a business that you probably know if I say it, but still he was kind of struggling too. Um, he has a business with his wife and I was like, I know his wife for a long time and we were talking on the phone for like an hour and I was just kind of pouring into him and I thought this is going to be a good question to answer. Like how... How do you how do you start? You know, how do you start to walk towards success in business? And what both of them, they both have businesses that very much are good for the community. You know, like it's good for our community. Like these are black centric focused businesses that are meant to uplift and uphold and enhance and empower our communities. And so they've been doing that work for a number of years, and they're like, but I'm not making sustainable money. And this lesson took me a long time to learn, but you finna learn it today. Okay, go get your notebook. Go get you a notebook. So here's the lesson. I had to learn, because I too have a community-based business, that doing a good job with the community side is not the same thing as making money. I know it's like, what? Okay. You have to have an impact plan, if that's what you so desire, and then a separate income plan. Many of us 
who start businesses to be of service to our people. We already have the impact plan. We know it's built into our DNA. Girl, you out here to help, right? And then, like, and I know it took me four or five years of perfecting my impact plan and wondering why I was still broke before I realized I don't actually have a plan to make money. I just assume if I make the bigger the impact, money would come. It's a lie. Maybe every once in a while you get a little lucky. You know what I'm saying? You hit a lick. But the truth of the matter is that's not actually how it works. Like, that's really actually not how it works. That, like, you have to have a separate income plan. Here's the crazy thing. You can have major impact, make no money. You can have all this income and not have impact on people in a positive way. That's the crazy part. Like, you can, if you could literally just have an income plan and have a successful business. But how you want to sleep at night? Because I sleep good. So I like to have an impact and an income plan. <clears throat> okay. Now, how you and yours do in your household, that's up to you. But what I'm saying is, is that you always have to have an income plan. How will I make money? Separate from the impact. How will I make money? And so I started, once I realized that I started to really look, I'm like, wow, all the things I'm doing to create impact, none of these things make me money. <laughs> and if I'm being honest, the budget Nisa, which is my first business, my first baby, I still struggle with that. Because my first mind is always impact, impact, impact. I'll give you an example. I recently did a wealth walk in Maryland. And so my wealth walk went really good. Like the first wealth walk I had in um, Jersey, I think like 50 people showed up, which was nice. We just walked and talked about money. The second walk I had in Maryland, about 100 people showed up. And then this time we went live and 4,000 people showed up live. It went great. But the wealth walk is impact. And it was such a heavy lift for my team, and it cost me money to fly out there and to get a hotel and to hire the photographer and da 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 da, da. There was no income made. <laughs> and people keep saying, oh, can you do a wealth walk? Can you? I can't afford to do that. And I'm struggling with I want to do more wealth walks because they were it was so amazing. Because, one, y'all know I've been a walking child, right? Snitches, sis has been getting snatched, Right. And I know for our community, especially for um, black and brown people, but especially for black women, the impact of like um, of stress and diabetes and high blood pressure and hypertension, all these things we carry in our body, that walking is a great tool that for the majority of us is not overly taxing. You know, it's a community-based activity. It's so good for your legs and your limbs and all those other things. For most people, not everyone. I know everyone is not able. But the beautiful part about the Wealth Walk is that we walk, and then those who could not walk, we came back anyway to a you know, safe, secure place, and then we talk about money. And the last one I did was with the um, councilman, councilman at large, Will Jawando, in Maryland, and he talked about how to, how to lean into legislation and your politicians in a way that will impact your wealth. So it was awesome. I mean, Will was so knowledgeable from how to get money for your businesses to how to purchase a home using the tools available to you in your state. It was just so impactful. No income. All of that awesome. And I know if I do the next one, 200, and the next one, 300, and the next one, 400, and no income. And I realized, okay, I have to have an income plan. And so some of the things I can do is I can sell T-shirts, like Wealthwalk T-shirts. I thought about that. Also, I can say, hey, brands, hey, brands, looking like you always do. Why don't you sponsor a wealth walk? Because you get these people in person, 
100, 200, 300. And then on top of that, you get thousands of people watching the walk, the talk part of the Wealth Walk. Um, and so there's like, you know, potential for sponsorship there. Um, so I have not done those things yet. But what I'm saying is that even me, a seasoned entrepreneur, 15 years in the game, I still struggle with the income impact component, okay? And so I was telling my, um, my mentees about, so here's how I had him start. And I, hopefully these, these will help for you. You ready? Get your pen out. I know you're probably driving in the car and pull over to the side of the road. Get your pen out. I said, here are the steps. One, I always visualize whenever I'm trying to reach a goal, I always visualize a whiteboard, typically a cork board. And I say, put your numbers on the board. So I want you to visualize a whiteboard or a cork board and put a number at the top of the board. And so that number can be a number of people you want to sign up for your email list or whatever. But we're talking about income right now. So we're going to put a num- an income number on the board and it has to be um, folk. It has to be based on something t- um, concrete. So for one of my mentees, it was based upon he was filing some paperwork for his business or whatever. And like he had some lawyer fees, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, add up those fees so you can get very clear on the number, you know? So for you, you want to get very clear on, so I don't want you to just come up with some random, oh, I would love to make 10,000. I don't care about all that. What number do you need to make for a specific reason? Because it's going to give you purpose to walk toward it. So you might say, honestly, I need to make 3,500 because that's how much three months worth of rent in the place that I want to rent. I don't know. I'm just making it up. Or maybe you need to get materials for whatever the, the paintings that you sell. And the materials, you added it all up, it's like 1200 I don't know. Get that number on the board and a time frame. Numbers are critical. So that's going to go on the top of your board. It can go on a real board or the board in your head. Okay? That goes first on the board. Okay? Very clear. So it's the number that you need to hit, specific number based upon a specific goal, and the time frame. Those two numbers go on top. Second on the board is that's your must-make number. Second number on the board is your like-to-make number. So let's just say it's $1,200 is what you need to make in order to buy the materials to do your paintings. But ideally, you would love to make $2,000 in, in the next three months. So maybe you said to yourself, you know, I want to like, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I have three months because, um, I don't know, Essence Fest or Invest Fest or whatever's coming up and I need my paintings to be ready by then. You know, or whatever. I'm just making it up. Like, that's why you have the three-month time frame. You need to make the 1200 because you added up how much paint and, and whatever things you need are going to cost you. And 1200 is what you need to make. Second number on the board, what I'd like to make. It would be cute if I could make 2000 now. Okay? A little boost up. A little reach. So that's the second number on the board. You with me? Okay. Third thing on the board is I want you, if you already have been in business, I want you to write down a number of ways you've already made money before. So you might say, you know, I did sell one painting before, or um, I did sell a t-shirt before, or um, you know what, my my sister's best friend did pay me to make, make a cake. I need you to write down all the ways you've made money before. And if you haven't made any money because you're brand new, I need you to write down ways that people have made money in the space that you're in before. I'm not talking about big, big ways. I'm talking about people who are at similar size and you're like, yo, my homegirl, you know, um, she sold, I don't know, acrylic nails or she's done retightening of hair or whatever that is. So either ways you've made money before 
or ways that you've seen someone who's about at your level has made money before, okay? Write down as many ways as possible. You, write, you ready? So remember, number one, how many time frame and a specific amount that you want to make within that time frame based upon specific goals, not just these random things, based upon specific goals. Two, same time frame, but your stretch goal. Add another 500 to it, add 1,000 to it, stretch goal. Three, ways that you've already made money in this space already or ways that you've seen people who are at your level, very beginner level, made money in this space, okay? And so we're doing three, now 3A is, now here are, here are the ways, because you can't do all the things, right? So let's just say you write down 10 different ways that you've made money in this way before or you've seen people who are beginning make money in this way. You can't chase all of them. So you're going to write down these four questions you're going to ask yourself, and it has to say yes to these four for you to decide if maybe you're going to do it. One, you have to ask yourself, um, like ideally, um, you know, uh, I think it's three questions really, but really, like I said, um, have you made money in this way before, right? Have I made money in this way before, or have I seen someone who was very beginner make money in this way? Because we want to know, is it possible? We're not guessing out here. Now, this is not your life business plan, 10-year plan. This is a make money now plan in the next three months, right, or four months or whatever. Have I made money like this before? Have I seen a beginner make money like this before? Yes, moving along. Two, can I do this by myself? Because one of my friends, he was like, oh, if I only had a team. I'm like, what? That's like saying if I only had a magic wand. Duh. If we all had humongous teens, if we only had a million dollars, if we only had no worries, if I only could eat cake and not get fat, I mean, what are we saying? Of course, but you don't got none of them things. So step two is, can I do it without a team? Can I do this by myself? Like I said, this is not a forever plan. This is just a in the moment plan. So I can get to my first major financial goal. You know, can I do this by myself? When I first, the first six, seven years of my Jesus, it was me, myself, and now that's all I got to the end. And I don't know, okay? Can I do it by myself? That's question number two. If you can't do it by yourself, like if you're fortunate that maybe your, your significant other is helping, and maybe you got a sister helping, great, cute for you. But in large part for most of us, can I do this by myself to start? Third question, can I, is this possible within a time frame? Because sometimes what I will find, especially with new entrepreneurs, they'll have these huge ideas. And but that's a five-year plan, bro. We're talking about five months from now, max. Like, don't give me no five-year plan. You don't have no money coming in tomorrow. Like you might not be here in five years to see that through. Can I do this within my time frame? I would not make a time frame more than five months. Honestly, I'm looking like three months on average, that time frame. You know, like, can I do this within the time frame? Is that possible? Yes, I can bake a cake and sell a cake within three months. Okay, there you go. And then fourth is, do I not have to come out of pocket, really? Or is it nominal? Meaning like, hmm, like, what can I do to keep my cost as low as possible because I don't have any money? You know, if you, like maybe baking a cake, you might go, I do have to spend a little bit of money to start. Well, what's cheaper than a cake? Are cookies cheaper than cakes? I could sell that instead. You know what I mean? Or... Can I do pre-orders of these cakes instead for people who've already eaten cakes from me? Can I do it without taking much money out of pocket or zero money out of pocket? You see how you have to be clever? So those are the four questions you're asking under number three. Have I done this before? Made money? Because you want to, I don't want you guessing. So that is your preliminary, I ain't never made no real money. I'm still super new in business or you've been in business for a while, but you're not really sure, like, you know, why you're not making no money. That is a preliminary income plan. Ain't that good, child? <laughs>
I'm not gonna lie. I'm smart. <laughs> no, but for real, that's a preliminary plan. And when I told it to my my two, um, I've got about three male mentees, and everybody else is like women. And I told it to them. They were like, "Oh my gosh, I could do that!" And right away, they started texting me like, "Yo, here's all the fees that I have to pay." And so I know my number: thirty-eight hundred dollars. I know my number: twelve hundred dollars. Okay. In three months, I really have to have it done, or this thing expires. Okay. But my stretch number is: I would love to make forty-five hundred dollars. Okay. Here are the three ways that I've made money before. Then we started to look at those ways. Once those ways answer those four questions. Boom, I've made money like this before. I've seen someone do it. Boom, it don't take more money out of pocket or, or very little. Boom, I could do it within a time frame. Boom, I could do it by myself and answer those questions. Then we started to like, I said, let's put some money, more money on the board. Once you start to, you look at your list of number three, you start to eliminate those things or don't and say yes to those four questions. And then I started to say, okay, you sold merch before. You told me that the merch made you uh, um, $250. Can you put merch down for $500? I think if you did $250 on some old la-la-la-la, I think you'd do $500 in three months. If you did $250 in one month, he was like, yes. So now we're starting to cross things off the board because you want to make $3,000? Okay, you already down. Like, we've already made, we, or we, we can put merch down for $500. So now you're down to $2,500 that needs to be made. What else? I could do speaking, okay, because before he was like, oh, I don't know how many speaking engagements or how I should charge for speaking engagements. But now, bro, I said, look, if it was me, I'm looking at the board, I'm looking at the people who want me to speak, you let them know I would love to make 1500 but in your mind, you might take six or 700 okay? And so you might even push to say, you know, do you have a budget of 2000 If they push back to fifteen or at least 1000 1000 damn, you already halfway done. Because he said there's some speaking people who have asked him to speak, and he's always been like, oh, and I'm like, get your no less than 500 push for at least $1,000, you know, but ask for maybe 2000 2500 see what they say. So he was already like, yo, okay, merch down for 500 speaking down for 1500 boom, now we're at 2000 of the three thirty five hundred that you need. Boy, you know, and so slowly but surely, you see how you go from, I don't know what to do, to boom, 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 let's go back to my room. Ooh, that was fresh. I used to sing that when I was a kid. I'm like, do you remember that song, boom, 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 let's go back to my room? Child, I was like in second grade. Anyway, but do you see how you go quickly from like, here is an actionable income plan that I can do today. Isn't that really helpful? Because then you could start assigning amounts that you believe you can make. That's why asking yourself the question, have I made money in this space before? Because then you can say, if I was able to make 200, maybe I can make four. Or if my friend or someone who I saw do it, you know, I see that they, if I can estimate they made about 1,000, maybe I could do 2,000. You see what I mean? So I hope that was helpful. You know, I love me some for personal finance, but I also love some business. Um, so here's the thing, here's the thing, we started off friends. If you want me to mentor you, which you know you do, you know, you know, you know, you know you do. Um, I actually have a mentorship program called MyMentorTiffany.com. We use this platform called Patreon, and it's 20 bucks a month. It's like 216 for the year, because I think you get like 10% off if you pay for the year. And the benefit, if you pay for the annual, is when I come to your city. So whenever I go to a city, I try my best to have a mentee dinner with about 20 to 25 women as much as a restaurant will allow, which usually they cap it at 25. And then we have dinner together and like we get to like introduce ourselves to each other, share our businesses. I mean, it's just an amazing time. Like in Maryland, it was about 22 of us. Ugh, it was awesome. But if you pay annually, I set aside the first half of the tickets for annual members to, because it always sells out. I set aside the first half of the tickets that they get to buy first. 
and then I leave it like I opened up to the rest of the mentees. That's the benefit of being an annual member. You get 10% off and you get access to things before everybody else because it always, always sells out. Um, so yeah, if you want to join, you want to, it's 20 bucks a month, mymentortiffany.com. I don't talk about personal finance there. Don't come there like, I need, I have the livericheracademy.com for that if you want a personal finance, like, you know, courses. Um, but my mentor, Tiffany, is really me mentoring you in business, okay? So hopefully that was helpful. I know that was kind of around the way, but um, I just know that was really helpful for them and you know, hopefully that was helpful for you. And I will see you at the next B-A-Q-A. B-A-Q-A. What you say? The B-A-Q-A with Tiffany. The B-A-Q-A. See you next Friday. All right. Bye, y'all. Hey, BA fam, we could not do this show without your support or the support of our team behind the scenes. The Brown Ambition podcast is produced by Imani Crosby and Dennis Stemplinski is our in-house tech guru. I am your co-host, Mandy Woodruff Santos, and we will see y'all next week, BA fam. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.